Dear Lord, let's impact another leader today. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to the We Are Leaders podcast, where leaders are tuning in around the globe to build their leadership through faith principles. If you're tuned in to this podcast, you have now declared that you are indeed a leader. So I'm excited for you to join me. All I ask that you do in this podcast is one thing. If you get something, share it. Share this podcast with somebody that needs it. Somebody you want to affirm and encourage. You may not have had the words, but when you hear this podcast, you're like, yo, that's what I was trying to say. I was trying to say that. (laughs) So if you ain't got the words, I got them for you. My leaders, today I want to title this topic, You Are Not Useless. I'm talking to you right now. You are not useless. And the Holy Spirit gave me this message because um, I just I failed to be consistent within a discipline that I had told myself, you know what? I'm not falling short this time and I'm going to stand strong. And I recognize that even though I made those pro- proclamations and statements in a spirit of determination, I still fell short. I still fell short to sin. And I was feeling guilty. I was feeling shameful. And the Holy Spirit convicted me after I repented and said, You are not useless. So, my leader who has been feeling guilty, who has been feeling shameful, who has been feeling as though that there is nothing on earth that God can do with who they are. I'm here to affirm to you that is a lie and you are about to hear some truth today. My leaders, today I had to go to the bike shop because my bicycle, if you listen to my last podcast, the back wheel went out on me. And so all weekend I couldn't do favors and I had to wait until Monday. Monday rolls around and I go to the bike shop. They look at the back wheel that popped. And as I'm waiting for them to fix the back wheel. The guy is very professional in what he's doing. He looks at the bike. That's my alarm for my rice that just went out. This is real time, man. You know, Jaja got to eat too, right? (laughs) I cooked some good rice, y'all. I'm going to be honest. I was scared to cook rice back in the day. But now I'm a rice enthusiast now. Back to the topic. As I'm at the bike shop, the guy who's fixing the back wheel of my bike is very professional. He knows what he's analyzing. When I was looking at my bike, I didn't, I couldn't tell what was wrong with it. I just knew the back wheel would no longer pump air. He's looking at it. Takes the bike apart with confidence. Takes the the actual tire. Now he's looking at the metal portion, the wheel. Puts something new on it. Puts the a new tire on it. And boom, I'm back on my feet. I said, how much is this going to cost? He said, oh, no, it's on the house. You're good. You can go ahead now. And I just thought about grace. 
Like, look at the grace of me not even having to pay nothing. And it made me think about how one puncture, he said, you know, when they fixed it last week, the guy who put the wheel may have punctured it or maybe when you were riding something got punctured in it and so one small puncture deflated the entire bike back wheel rendering the bike useless one puncture rendered the bike useless and I, and I had to write this down on my notebook immediately I went to the park and I just started to meditate and read my bible and I wrote down a small puncture deflated my entire back wheel, rendering the entire bike useless. But even though the back wheel of the bike was useless, the bicycle was still a bicycle. Just because the bicycle could no longer ride does not make it another type of vehicle. It still is what it is, even with the minor malfunction that it went through. And it made me think about sin and why I felt guilty and shame. Like God was showing me that, Jai, even when you're experiencing moments of sin that puncture your character, that puncture your identity, that puncture who you are, you're still Jaja. My leader, you're still who you are. You're still who God says you are, even when you sin. You're still who you are. You didn't all of a sudden change. But the requirement, check this out. The requirement for my bike was that it got proper care. That it went back to somebody who knew how to handle the actual bike, the bike shop. You and I are similar to the bike shop. We have an author who can analyze us like the guy analyzed my back wheel who can who can take us apart who can see where we're actually punctured who can patch us up patch our character up patch our discernment patch us up with wisdom just patch that place that we're missing put us back together and render us useful see you and I are not fully functional when we fall into sin. We're still useful. But we're not fully useful. To the capacity. When we fall into sin. When I was riding my bike. And it was starting to get flat. It just. it would I could still get on that bad boy. Right. I could still pedal. But you can hear the squeakiness of the back wheel. It was slow. Matter of fact, as I was maneuvering with the puncture, I can see that it was actually damaging the wheel some more. <laughs> it was damaging the wheel some more. And this is an example of us still trying to move forward in certain places in our life while we're damaged. Like, we want to move forward and we've never consulted with God on how to take care of this issue that we're, we're dealing with. We need to take care of the issue so we can move forward fluently. If we move forward punctured, we're hurting other areas of our life. We're hurting other relationships. The bike couldn't even carry me the same way. The bike with all of this magnificent power created to, to carry man and take him to destinations beyond what the walking 
of our own legs could take us. In less time, more efficient. And yet, when it's punctured in the wheel, it operates like something that looks nothing like how a bike's supposed to operate. My leader, where are you punctured? Where are you punctured, my leader? And if you don't know, it's cool. I, di I couldn't see the puncture, my leader. Many times we don't see the areas in our life where we need that next space of growth. We don't see it. You know, we just don't. And this is all right, my leader. That's why we go to God. We go back to the author and pray. This is where the Holy Spirit starts to send revelation. You get a revelation. God starts to send help. Starts to send people to show you more about yourself than you even recognized about yourself. <laughs> Check this out. Let me give you a verse. As I was at the park with my new fixed bike. I was reading the first epistle of Peter and what stood out to me as I was laying on the grass, ironically, was first Peter 24. And it reads, for all flesh is as grass and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass wither it and the flower thereof fall it away. But verse 25 the word of the Lord endure it forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. Wherefore, this is chapter 2, verse 1. Laying aside all malice and all guilt and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings. As newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word. That ye may grow thereby. If so be, ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Mm. Mm. For all flesh is as grass. And I was looking at the grass. I was laying down. And the grass was just blowing. The breeze was out. God was out. The sun was out. Everybody was at the park. And I'm just laying down. I'm looking at the grass wither back and forth. And when I looked at the grass wither back and forth. When it says for all flesh is like grass. I recognize what it was saying is, you know, the grass withered. Literally, the grass is not a stable thing. It doesn't just stand still. It blows like the wind. It blows wherever the wind blows. That thing is blowing the grass. It's, it's in this constant tug of war to be stabilized. It looks beautiful, but as far as this principle goes, it's just showing us the flesh is like this thing that cannot stabilize itself. It's like grass. And it says all the glory of man as the flower of grass. Mm. And flower thereof uh, followed away. Like the glory of man is beautiful for a moment. All these things we deem in high regards. But it's futile. It's here today, gone tomorrow. My leaders, you are not useless. God has a foundation for you in this season of your life that 
And I'm, and I'm speaking to my leader who knows deep down that there is more to this journey that they're on. There's just so much more. And they see change happening, but not at the pace they want to see it. And they're convicted. Something's convicting you. And then there's another side of you that may be kind of holding yourself back from making that next leap to that next space. And that tumultuous feeling is a puncture. It's a puncture. Today, I did another 10-mile run. And one thing I recognized during my 10-mile run is there's points where the mind tries to puncture my ability to move forward. Like the flesh is always withering like the grass. I'm tired. Oh, this is painful. And I always tell myself repeatedly that I've been here before. I've been here before. I felt this. People may be looking at me like I'm crazy while I'm running, but I always tell myself when my body tries to tell me to stop, like I've been here before. Muscle memory. My body knows what to do to move forward. You are not useless. And I got to tailor that with today. You know, just feeling like, yo, I went, fell into sin. And the Holy Spirit reminded me, you are not useless. Like my run, you've been here before. Repent. You've been here. Get up. The enemy is going to knock you down. The enemy is going to have you thinking defeated thoughts. The enemy is going to tell you and try to convince you that you're worthless. The enemy is going to convince you that your life can't get any better. Your circumstance can't improve. It's going to convince you of these things. It's trying to puncture you. It's trying to slow you down in your emotions and your movements. It's trying to stop everything that you're trying to build. It does not want you to progress. That's the enemy. Let me puncture your back wheel so you're moving slowly and you're moving sluggish. If you can't pick yourself up, how are you going to pick other people up? I'm going to keep puncturing you. Puncture, puncture, puncture. And it hits you in the space. It knows you're vulnerable. Maybe it may be your image, your self-worth, self-confidence, self-esteem, your value to this world. God is wanting me to remind you, my leader, who's listening to this right now, that you are not useless. You're not. It's a lie. And if you're feeling that way, I want you to repent. Because believing the life of the enemy is just as much of a sin if you're walking this fate walk. Because God has an inheritance for you. He has a promise. And his promise like the grass, unlike the grass, rather, it doesn't waver. It's still the same. Whether you've fallen short of sin or not, God is coming for you. And he wants to use you. Even the way you are. He's not waiting for you to be perfect. Matter of fact, you can't be perfect enough to start what God is calling you to start. (laughs) You are going to be perfected as you begin. 
There's going to be days your character doesn't completely hold up, but you're going to still be called to do what God has called you to do. As a leader, you don't have an excuse to make. God wants to use you. And I'm reminded about so many of the individuals God used in the Bible, how imperfect they were. We have backstabbers. We have liars, manipulators. We have killers, adulterers, unfaithful people. And God is using them for the sake of faith. (laughs) How backwards is this? How backwards is this? So if they're useless and God still uses them, what makes you think he won't use you and I, who are also imperfect, who many think are useless right now? No, you are not useless. God is going to use you. Just because you have a puncture does not mean that you are any different. You're still you. You're still you're human. Remember that. Don't you 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 are hard on yourself. You're hard on yourself. And that's cool. But don't be so hard on yourself that you fall into the sin of still not doing what you called to do. People need you right now. People need your tool set. Your level of valuableness here, whatever it is. Remember, I said add virtue. He wants us to add virtue to our faith. About two podcasts ago, I mentioned that. And one of the things of virtue is resourcefulness. In this time that we're in, what can we do right now to be resourceful? You are a tool. Remember that. You are a tool for God. God is using you. He needs you. That's why you are here. Called you to do something even I can't do. Or the next person, somebody living with you can't do. Your friends can't do. Your leaders can't do. You have something that unique and that special. And I want you to pray on enabling God to help you reveal and have the clarity of eyes to see exactly what that is. The Holy Spirit showed me a picture the other day of a woman whose eyes were closed. Like the other two women, their eyes were open. One was looking forward, the other one was looking up. But this other woman, her eyes were just closed shut. And it's like she was overwhelmed. And I said, why did you show me that? So I just touched that picture and I prayed that God would release the feeling of being overwhelmed. Just release it. Just release it. Open this woman's eyes. Just open it. Open. I declare her eyes are going to be open. I don't know who I'm speaking to, both man and woman. I don't know where your eyes have been closed due to the puncture, but I declare that Jesus Christ is opening your eyes today. He's going to open it. He's going to reveal things to you. You're going to see life differently. You're going to see life differently. You're going to do things that are going to challenge you to awaken what's in you. You're going to do these things, and you're going to believe in a different way. You're just going to be more confident. I feel it. You're going to do things that's going to push you. It's going to feel uncomfortable, but you're going to get comfortable doing these things. There's going to be a new standard. This new standard is going to become a new norm for you. This is what's happening to my leader listening to this podcast. That's why you are here. God is going to do something with you. Because 
Once again, say it with me. I am not useless. Say it again. I am not useless. I'm useful and God is going to continue to use you, my leader. Let's go to prayer. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, I thank you in Jesus' mighty name for bringing this leader here today to the We Are Leaders podcast. Father, this leader right now is a phenomenal tool. And I can just imagine you're laughing. You're sitting up there in heaven, you're laughing like, yeah. yeah I, I, I meticulously created that one. Yeah. <laughs> you're laughing. And Father, we're so sorry for being stuck and feeling defeated when we fall short to our human nature. Father, your word says we must crucify. I said crucify in prayer, God. Please forgive me. (laughs) Your word says we must crucify the flesh along with its passions and desires. And part of the flesh in your word, you talk about jealousy and you talk about envy as part of the passions of the flesh. Dear Lord, I pray that as my leader and I crucify the flesh and the passions and desires of the flesh, you continue to show us how to remain in this place of spiritual confidence. You know, trusting that even though sometimes we feel useless, that we're still useful, that you can use us. Even if our gifts and our abilities don't seem as extravagant, God, you're going to continue to show us. And we pray and we ask that you continue to guide us through the Holy Spirit to show us how to use us, how to be the tool you've created us, something that's phenomenal and spectacular. Maybe it's something simple, but it's needed. Father, open the walls that have barricaded us because of insecurities. Open us up. Open our hearts. Open our hearts and change the desires of our hearts, God. Cleanse us today in Jesus' name. Father, we cast out any demonic activity that has been taking place, Lord. We renounce it. And Father, I declare and decree that this leader, after today, their life will never be the same because they are going to walk into Being the most resourceful tool they have ever been this year. After this podcast. After this confirmation. They already know it. But this prayer is just confirmation. Because we are in agreement. So Father I just thank you. And we thank you. And Father we love you. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Amen.